Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. There are still spots available for the Uplifting Women Seminar with Coach Lindy and Coach Courtney. This is on October 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's going to be a deep dive into lifting from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Five spots still available. 15 spots have already been taken. So make sure you get signed up or ask Coach uh, Courtney or Lindy if you have any questions about the seminar. This Saturday, it's finally time for the TNT Fall Fest. So Saturday, September 26th from 4 to 8 p.m. If you roll up a little bit later, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., that's totally fine. This is a very casual event. It's supposed to be 85 and sunny, so we're going to take this thing outside. We're going to get plenty plenty of fresh air. We'll be spread out. We're going to have servers, so it's going to be a very COVID-friendly party. Enjoy some food. Talk to your friends. If you haven't signed up already, you messed up big time. The sign-up is closed on MindBody right now, so if you want to get into this thing, uh, talk to one of the coaches. We'll be able to get you set up. Don't wait too long because we're ordering food. We're getting drinks. We want to make sure we got everyone covered. If you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me talk about protein 190 times. Today, we're going to talk about carbohydrates. What are they? What are they good for? How can I use them to reach my fitness results? There's a couple of different types of carbohydrates. It's kind of a big family of slightly different variations. To sum it all up, it's stored energy. So carbohydrates, it's stored energy. It's sugar that's stored when you eat it. You break it down. You use that energy uh, to fuel whatever you're doing or what you're not doing. There's a few different types. There's stuff like fructose, which you'll find in fruit. There's glucose you'll find in starch. And there's uh, lactose you'll find in sugar. So a couple different variations. But overall, it's all about the same thing, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates mainly come from plants. We have things such as fruit, vegetables, and then grass is a big deal too. In that grass family, you find stuff such as wheat and rice, and these are all sources of carbohydrates. So what happens when you eat carbohydrates? Let's take an apple, for example. I'm eating an apple, I chew it, I swallow it, it goes to my stomach. Like I said before, carbohydrates, it's stored energy, it's sugar. When I eat it, when I break it down, I release that energy. So the apple's gonna turn into sugar that I can use for fuel. Let's say I'm out walking, I'm eating an apple. That apple a little bit later is gonna hit my bloodstream. I have some sugar in my bloodstream that I use to fuel the walking or whatever activity I'm doing. With your blood sugar, there's a range your body wants to be at. It doesn't wanna be too high, it doesn't wanna be too low. So if I have excess carbohydrates, your body's gonna store that somewhere. I've got two options for storage. I can put some of the sugar in my liver. So in my liver, I can store some blood sugar. This is very useful when I'm getting tired, when I'm low on energy stores, my liver can pump a little bit of that out and give me a boost of energy. And I can also store uh, the sugar in my muscles. So I can put glycogen, which is the stored form of sugar in my biceps, in my quads, all over my body. I can store energy as well. That stored energy can go towards low intensity activities. It can go towards higher intensity activities. Your brain soaks up a lot of sugar as well too. It's something that your brain likes as well. So it's going to go in all kinds of directions to make sure that you have uh, energy. You can keep moving and do what you need to do. A little fun fact on storing uh, glycogen and sugar. The stuff you have in your liver and your muscles for an average size male, it's going to add up to about 2000 calories. 
once this runs out, this is when someone truly hits the wall. So you'll hear about it when people try and run their first marathon. They make it to 20 miles. They make it to 21 miles. But all of a sudden, everything just completely shut down. They can't do anything. They just want to lay down on the ground and nap. I've done this a couple of times. It's pretty fascinating. It's not fun to deal with, though. But why it happens is that is because you can completely drain your liver. You can completely drain the muscles. And at that point, you're only working off of uh, protein and fat that you have on board. And that's a much slower process to break down, which means you got to slow down significantly in your running. Earlier, I mentioned blood sugar and how the body lowers the blood sugar to keep it within a range that it likes. It does this through insulin. Insulin is a hormone that your pancreas secretes. When it secretes that insulin, the cells open up, the cells in your liver, the cells in your muscles open up. It's kind of like a little key to a door. And then it pulls the sugar out of the bloodstream. It gets stored and now you have that ready to go for later. The opposite of insulin is glucagon. So let's say your blood sugar is getting a little bit lower. Your body senses it. It wants a little bit more energy on board. So it releases glucagon, which is the opposite of insulin. So instead of putting energy into your own cells, it's going to release energy out of your own cells. This is going to put that energy back into the system and you're going to have more energy to do what you need to do. This is where a lot of diets get a little bit oversimplified on the science. You might make the conclusion saying, if I take out carbs altogether, I'm not going to have that insulin increase. I'm not going to push energy into my cells. Instead of, instead of that, it's going to be glucagon releasing energy from my cells, and I'm going to be lean and shredded and lose all kinds of weight. That's a little bit oversimplified. The main principle is still going to come down to the total calories that you eat. You can have a protein-only meal and get a very high blood sugar response from that as well. It doesn't have to be dangerous. You can eat a lot of fat and protein and still have elevated insulin levels if you consume more than you um, go through in a day. So it's not quite black and white. I've talked about this before too. Some people do better on lower carb stuff. Some people do better on higher carb stuff. It's going to come down to the total calories, making sure that you have a um, good protein intake. And then there's slightly tweaking back and forward, whether someone likes more carbs or less carbs. It's a very healthy sign to be sensitive to insulin. The less insulin you need, the better it is. Let's say I eat a meal, I digest it, my blood sugar is starting to race up because I'm breaking down the carbohydrates that were in the food. Now I just need a little bit of insulin to tell my body to suck that out of the bloodstream, put some in my liver, put some in my muscles. I don't need a whole lot of it and it happens pretty quickly. If you abuse the system a little bit, if you have sugar for breakfast, if you got sugar for lunch, if you don't lift any weights, and if you don't get enough sleep, you're going to become less and less sensitive to insulin. So now you need more and more insulin. This is going to put a strain on your pancreas, on your whole system. And this is where a lot of people struggle with controlling blood sugar, being healthy, and type 2 diabetes. I just did a quick Google search on the average American carb intake, and it gives me the dietary guidelines for Americans. This is what you see on the back of a label that's based on a 2,000 calorie a day diet. It says you need about 45 to 65% of your total daily calories from carbohydrates. This is about 225 to 325 grams of carbohydrates a day. This is terrible advice. This is way too many carbs for most people. 
you should only be eating over 200 grams and 300 grams of carbs if you are very active. I said earlier that insulin goes up a little bit and it takes some of that blood sugar and puts it in your liver and your muscles. But let's say the average person that doesn't do a whole lot of moving around eats this many carbs in a day, their liver is going to be full, their muscles going to be full. So now we have a spillover of carbs and sugar and it's going to be a slow downward spiral towards putting on weight, becoming less sensitive to insulin and being less and less healthy. At this point in the podcast, you might be thinking to yourself, starting tomorrow, I'm not ever going to touch a carb again. I'm going to cut out carbs altogether and I'm going to crush it. That is not the right way to go. There's a huge difference between some carbs and other carbs. You can't put pizza in the same category as broccoli and you can't put cookies in the same category as tomatoes. This is where it makes a huge difference to what the source are and how processed it is. Carbohydrates, it's not only energy, which is still super important for you to uh, feel energized, but it's got a ton of other things with it too if it comes from a good source. You're going to get fiber, you're going to get vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytonutrients. There's going to be tons of stuff in there that's going to be good for you. So focus on the quality of the carbs and not just how many carbohydrates you're eating or where it's coming from. Drinking a soda, it's complete trash. It's high fructose uh, corn syrup. It's going to go straight to your liver and it's going to make you fatter right away. That is way different from asparagus, artichokes, Brussels sprouts, carrots, spinach, celery. These are all things that are going to get logged the same way in MyFitnessPal. So if you punch in a little bit of food in MyFitnessPal, it's going to give you a carb count and that's it. That only tells you part of the story though quality makes all the difference carbs are not evil carbs are gonna help you just make sure that you limit the junk and when i say junk you know exactly what i mean with junk i'm not talking about fruit i'm not talking about rice i'm not talking about potatoes those things are higher in carbs for sure so it's something to keep an eye on but it is not junk food junk is going to be soda pasta pizza that type of stuff is gonna be much easier to overeat compared to the vegetables. You can eat unlimited amount of vegetables and not worry about it. You can eat a good amount of fruit and not worry about it. Potatoes are very filling, oatmeal is very filling, beans are very filling too. If you've never logged this stuff, if you have no idea how many carbs you eat in a day, use my fitness pal for a day or two, see how many carbs you get, uh, see if it's high, see if it's low. You're gonna learn something about yourself and it's gonna be good for your goals. I mentioned insulin sensitivity earlier, saying that it's a healthy sign to be sensitive to insulin. How do you do that? You do that by limiting calories. If your calories are lower, if you're losing weight, your insulin sensitivity is going to improve. That doesn't matter if you're on a low-carb diet or a high-carb diet. Lifting weights is awesome for you as well. If you empty out some of that sugar you have stored in your muscles, now you got a bigger sink to deal with. So when you do have food coming in, it's going to be sent to the proper places. It's going to go to your muscles. It's going to go towards recovery. Sleep is a huge factor as well. If you're not getting enough sleep, your insulin is going to be all out of whack. So make sure that you cover the sleep front as well too. It's going to affect your craving and your insulin as well. The quote of the week is, wherever you are, be all there. 
This is one of those stupid Captain Obvious quotes, but let's unpack it a little bit extra. This is something that I struggle with. A lot of times you try and do 29 things at once and it kind of ends up being meh all over the place. When you're eating, focus on the eating. Turn off the TV, sit at a table and enjoy the food. If you're talking to your spouse, put the phone away. Don't give yourself more distractions than you need. Put it to the side and focus 100% on what you're doing. It's gonna make things way easier to listen, to pay attention. If you're in the middle of a workout, put your phone on do not disturb, put it away. Whatever you're thinking of right now, maybe it's something that needs to be done later on. Put that to the side, you can do that later on too. Try and focus 110% on that workout. Wherever you are, be all there. I'm excited about the workouts we have coming up this week. I hope that you are as well. I'll see you at the gym.